Hello, hello, let's go. It's your man clip, Mozzie. I'm here with Saxy Prince and Matt Price Football here to review pick number 89. Mississippi State cornerback Cameron Dantzler is now in purple. The 6'2", 188-pound defender. Apparently, the Vikings fell in love with his coverage skills, great in press coverage, and just great experience defending SEC wide receivers. Saxy, what do you think about this pick? Yeah, I think we know that um, the Vikings needed to replace uh, Xavier Rhodes' press abilities. Um, and uh, they, obviously, they like Zimmer likes his longer corners and whatnot. And the guy with at six two, uh, one and a half inches. I mean, that that that's your guy, right? He doesn't have the agility scores that you would like. It. He's not a C nine speed burner. Um, so you're obviously you're not going to put him on, you know, some of those faster uh, wide receivers that are out there. You're not probably not. You're never going to put him in the slot. Uh, but as far as a guy who is is going to be able to uh, battle against some of those taller wide receivers, um, this is your guy, and he has great coverage skills. Um, it's like I said, his agility score is not great, uh, but I do think Zimmer gets a toy that's a little bit longer, lengthier, um, and can do a lot more so in press coverage than some of our other corners who are probably a little bit smaller than he is. So great pick for the Vikings, obviously getting a guy who is a little bit different than Gladney that they picked in the first round. Um, but obviously corner was a need that they needed to address. I still think you can grab another guy late. There's no, I don't think you can ever have a shortage of corners. Uh, but great job with the Vikings with uh, making sure that they have addressed their needs and making sure that it's no longer their weakness. Yeah, so with Dantzler, I mean, you have a guy who's big, he's physical, he's long, he shut down SEC wide receivers. If you look at the Bama games, if you look at the LSU games, um, one of the best corners against both the Bama and the LSU wide receiver corps was Cam Dantzler. Now, uh, he ran like a 4-6-something at the Combine, right? So he maybe doesn't have the top-end speed that you want, but if you look at what the Vikings have done, we have Mike Hughes, who's like 5'10". Who, he's a bit smaller, right? We've got, we drafted Jeff Gladney, who's also 5'10". He's a bit smaller. Now we get a big physical corner, and I think you could have... Dantzler compete with Holton Hill, who we like a lot, who has off-field issues, you know, um, and you have him compete with Chris Boyd, who didn't look great at all last year, um, but, you know, he's got the physical tools as well. So you get a guy from those three, and then you look at Gladney, and you look at Hughes, and you decide which one of those you want to play in the slot and which one of those you play outside. So you... You play Hughes or Gladney in the slot. You also have one of Hughes or Gladney outside. And then you look at Dantzler, Hill, and Chris Boyd, and you can play one of those outside as well. And you have your three corners for the season on the Vikings. I think they needed three corners. You know, they needed to take two corners, I should say, going into this draft. And now they've taken two corners. Uh, Dantzler maybe doesn't have the athletic profile you love, but he is a guy who can lock down receivers and is going to be physical at the line of scrimmage, which, uh, I mean, Gladney's a dog too. Like Gladney kind of reminds me of Jairi Alexander in terms of how physical he was at the line of scrimmage and how physical he is, but he's kind of a smaller guy, whereas Dantzler is going to be big and physical. 
Great. Yeah. Again, everybody is kind of stressing the athletic profile that comes with the Cameron Dantzler. That's what pushed him down into the third round. PFF actually loved this player on the film saying that if you could guarantee that Dantzler adds 15 pounds of muscle, he'd be one of the best cornerbacks in this draft. So he's got to bulk up while in quarantine somehow. If he does, he'll be Minnesota's tallest corner, and he'll be a guy who can compete right in there with Mike Hughes, Holton Hill, and Jeff Gladney. They just don't see a lot of weaknesses when you watch the tape. But yeah, this is a, an athletic project for Mike Zimmer and the Vikings. This is his first toy in the draft outside of Jeff Gladney. Yinka, I know there was a lot of defenders on the board. We haven't picked since pick 58, waiting an entire round on a day where most Vikings fans thought there would be a lot of trades, possibly a trade up. So how do you feel about this pick in the context of everything that fell off the board during the late second and early Yeah, I mean, round? I think some of the, the players that the Vikings may have been honing in on uh, on either side of the ball were, were, were picked over the last couple picks. I know that, I mean, obviously Jordan Elliott was, was a guy that they probably were looking at. Um, I believe Terrell Lewis went, uh, Bryce Hall went. Um, so, you know, they, they obviously, they wanted someone on the defensive side of the ball, whether that be on the defensive line or um, at cornerback. Um, so, you know, they, they decided to go cornerback, and I'm, I'm fine with it because um, that was a huge gaping hole. You will have a lot of new players at, at that position. Uh, really, Mike Hughes is your only re- returning guy. I mean, uh, Holton Hill has had a little bit of experience, but... You know, Mike Hughes is going to lead that, uh, you know, that 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 secondary, that back end outside of Harrison Smith. So, um, you know, I, I do think that obviously now that the Vikings are, are set at the cornerback position, I would say they, they look to uh, the other positions. They can look at their the edge. They can look at the interior defensive line. Um, I still think that they can double dip again at wide receiver. You have some players that you can still look at. Or, hell, you can even get another offensive line guy. Uh, there's still some names on the board. Um, that the Vikings should consider. I know Ben Barch is another one of the guys that they they should really consider, um, as well as um, I'm forgetting his name, uh, Matthew Pert out of uh, UConn. Or did Pert did already go? Did he already go? Do you guys know at all? Uh, I think Pert's still available. Okay, still yeah. available. So again, I think you keep addressing your three areas of of weakness um, with this next pick. Maybe you trade down. Um, I'm sure there's some some value still there, but if your guy gets picked or maybe you have a couple guys, maybe you trade down to see if you can stockpile a couple of those fourth round picks and get really, really aggressive um, right away on day three. So I don't think it's over for the Vikings, but I, I definitely could see them trading down if the value is, isn't there for them. Yeah, I think I'm on board with you. I mean, if you look at what the Vikings need, I agree. We still, well... We needed two corners going into this draft. We got two corners, right? Um, we needed, I think we also needed two offensive offensive linemen and wide receivers, right? So we could still go offensive line. We could still go wide receiver. Uh, we need an edge. Apparently, uh, Jonathan Grenard, who I had heard the Vikings were after hard when literally the pick after uh, we just took Cam Dantzler. So that's kind of a blow to what the Vikings went through at edge um, here in the mid rounds. 
but if you look at uh, Ben Barch, who was just mentioned, uh, I like him a lot. I think he's he can probably play tackle, but if you look at the, what the smaller school guys do, like Ali Marpet, um, you know, we might play him at guard, and we need a right guard since we since we cut Josh Klein. I think he makes a whole lot of sense at 105. That's that's good projections there. There's still a lot of options on the board. Let's bring it back to Cameron Dantzler. Amik Robertson is still on the board right now. A lot of Vikings wanted to see him in purple. So, Matt, tell me, grade this Cameron Dantzler pick, and was he the better pick than Amik Robertson? So it depends on how you feel about Mike Hughes and Jeff Gladney, honestly, because Amik Robertson is a slot. He's like 5'9". Okay, he's he's going to play on the slot in the NFL. I'm not sure the Vikings would have been comfortable trotting out Mike Hughes, who's 5'10", Jeff Gladney, who's 5'10", and then Amik Robertson, who's 5'9", at corner. Right? If you get a guy who's a big body wide receiver, what's your answer to that at that point? Um, I I suppose the counter argument could be you like Holton Hughes or sorry Holton Hill or Chris Boyd enough that you're okay in a situation where you're facing like a Kelvin Benjamin right at when he played well like six five who's a contested catch guy you know Mike Hughes or Jeff Gladney who's five ten isn't going to be able to defend that necessarily. Um. So that's why a bigger, longer guy like Cam Dantzler makes sense. Uh, he needs to put on some weight. But I, so again, it's it's kind of a either or depending on what you did early, right? So if you get a bigger, longer guy at corner early, like a Christian Fulton, then Amik Robertson makes a lot more sense later, right? In the third round. Whereas if you get a smaller guy who has a lot of traits that I love, but you know he's still only 5'10 in Jeff Gladney, maybe you need to take a bigger corner later, and that's why Amik Robertson doesn't go. All right, so what's the grade? Uh, for Cam Dantzler, I'd give it a B plus. I think you know the Vikings have a need at corner. Cam Dantzler is good value around this range. I don't love the player personally, but given what the Vikings have done so far, it makes a hell of a lot of sense. So B plus. Prince, talk to me. What's the grade? You know, I'll give it a solid B. Um, you know, I, I think it's a good decision to again draft that that position. Um, I'm not in love with the player profile. That 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 worries me just a little bit. He's he's really lengthy, lengthy and tall. Um, but I, I don't love the athletic profile because there are some there are some fast, tall wide receivers in the in the league right now. So I, I would just worry about his ability to not be able to press as much because he needs to give a little bit more of a cushion to be able to keep up. Um, so I'm going to give it a B. I, I I don't think that's bad. I think the Vikings uh, there might have been a guy or two that I think would have been a better fit, um, or not that he's a bad fit, but but I think. Um, Getting a corner who isn't athletic, I, I don't see a ton of them um, succeed at, at the next level. So that's my biggest worry, especially what he's going to be asked to do. But overall, I would, I would give it a B. Okay, y'all. Well, so there we have it. A B, solid B, B plus pick for the Minnesota Vikings on the back half of the third round. Still no trade-ups 
on Friday of draft day for Rick Spielman, but they've got another pick at 105. So we'll see what happens then. Maybe they do trade up. Maybe we're talking to you sooner. But if not, until next time, y'all, Skull Vikings.